Dots. I'm Dr. Latifah. I'm the host of the Money Fit MD podcast. This is where we help badass women physicians just like you learn simple and effective tools to build wealth from the inside out. That way we can create wealth and bigger impact without all the burnout. Enjoy the episode. Before today's episode, I want to let you know that this is part of the Recession IRX series that I did where I interviewed humans that are doing amazing things and sharing how they are prepping themselves for the recession. Here's the deal. This is a gift of love. And I have three asks of you. One, listen, enjoy, and take action. Number two, I want you to take this information and share it with those that you like. Share it with your friends, share it with your neighbors, share it with your colleagues. Let's get the word out because we are going to be prepped and not panicked. And then three, I want you to leave us a review and let us know exactly what you love about this episode. This is a 100% free gift to you, but I would love it if you do all those three things. Thank you and don't forget to tag me, Money Feet MD. Love you guys. Enjoy this episode. All right, guys. So I'm already clapping and we haven't even started. So if you're like, uh, this is my first time listening to her and she's clapping. She crazy. First of all, welcome. <laughs> I am a little crazy. I'm Dr. Latifah. I am the host of the Money Feed MD podcast and the creator of the Money Feed MD Money School for Women Physicians. And we are in the middle of this amazing series that I am doing in response to the things that are happening or maybe happening in the economy. And the entire goal of this is for me to literally bringing some of my favorite people together to come share what they are doing in their lives and any advice that they can have in order for us to be able to equip ourselves. And the main reason for that is, you know, I have this huge, just, I just know that the next three years are going to be important when it comes to our finances. And as women, where we want to close some of the gaps that currently exist in money as women of color, it is so important for us to make sure that whatever it is the economy is doing the next three to five years, we do not hide. we be a part of that. So that is why I'm doing this. And I want you to make sure you listen, you take notes, you take action. And share this. If you haven't shared this yet, I want you to go ahead and share it with, you know, on your Facebook, Instagram, tag me. I want I want us to get this literally to the ends of the earth. That's literally what we're doing here. So, but before I go even further, I want to introduce you to my friend and financial educator. This is Dr. Dylan. Welcome to our platform. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm yes, yes, yes. Thank you for being here. I know that you're busy with life and family and joy and all the fun stuff. But so this is your first time on my platform. So why don't you just introduce yourself to people about why I think you're awesome and why I believe that they should listen to you? Because I do believe that you have a lot of knowledge to share with the world. So tell us. Um, yeah, sure, sure. Um, so I'm Dr. Dewan Farhana. I run the platform Dr. Finances, where I make finances very easy to understand for um, busy practices physicians. I make it very fun and visual. Um, previously, after I graduated medical school, I actually uh, did something a little different and interesting. I went into the tech industry and I served as the founder and CEO of Betternest. Um, um, since then, I reached financial independence. Um, it was, I think, in 2020. And um, I've been educating people on um, personal finance because I absolutely love it. I learned about it. Um, reach uh, financial independence primarily through the stock market, index funds, and so on. However, I'm dipping into real estate now. And um, yeah, and I've, I've done, I 
do a lot of other interesting stuff as a venture fellow for um, like venture capital, as well as um, a lot of other cool stuff in tech. Um, and I also do consulting for physicians that are transitioning from um, healthcare into healthcare tech. So from clinical medicine into healthcare tech. So, yeah. That's awesome. We've been trying to get you on the podcast. Our schedules haven't really merged, but we need mm-hmm. to get you on for like a full on. Let's talk sure. about the world of tech. And I think it's funny that you think it's cool. And I'm like, um, that stuff isn't cool to me. <laughs> so, my husband's IT. I think you know that it's network yeah, engineer. Yeah, yeah. And, and he took me like mm-hmm. forever to even remember and know what he does. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm like, talk to me like a preschooler, not even like a third grader. <laughs> but oh, tell good. us. Yeah. What are some of the things that you are doing personally? And, you know, the mindset that I have my interviewers take is if I was your sister or if the audience was your sister, what would you want your sister to do in order to be well during those financial times that we're in? Yeah, that's a great question for me, especially because I have um, three other sisters and a younger brother. Um, I know, Latifa, you have four sisters as well. I think I'm um, three sisters. So I am always giving my <laughs> siblings advice. So it's perfect. So for the recession, um, you know, there's a lot of talk about whether the recession is coming or not coming. It's here. It's not here. Here is like my sort of top five to six things that I would recommend that I would tell my own siblings that I'm also applying to my own life. So the first thing is, my general advice is, you know, stick to your financial plan. And a financial plan is basically when you sit down and you make an entire plan for the long term. And the reason why more than other times why sticking to the financial plan is so important is because when we're making this plan, usually there's not a recession going on in the background, right? So we're thinking calmly, collectively, (laughs) we're thinking for the long term. And that's why during times of recession and market dips, it's so, so important that we go back and understand where we're coming from and what our plans were and why we should stick to them. Because if we act on our emotions, then it's not really wise because we might be making some impulse moves that we may regret later. Um, Another thing is definitely the emergency fund. Um, Everyone talks about this. Usually I recommend three to six months of an emergency fund, but with the impending recession coming on and things like that, um, I would say six months to a year. More likely if you're in an industry um, where you may be, you know, where you have a likely possibility of losing a job or career, things like that during a recession, it's probably a good idea to save an emergency fund for even possibly for a year. So basically it gives you a buffer to find another job to kind of recover, to help the market go back up a little bit. Um, From my personal experience, if you're in an industry where the job security is very, very high, like whether you're a police officer or a doctor, or even if you are a computer engineer in tech, it's very stable, um, give or take. Though I know in medicine, it's unknown now, but um, in general, if you feel that it's stable or you're in a specialty in medicine, then, you know, as long as you have six months or whatever, my husband and I, we did an emergency fund for you know, we'd held for the three to six months for many, many, many years, but we never actually ended up using our emergency fund because what happens is if you have a job that's pretty stable, you can always find another job. And the other thing is you um, have all these uh, insurances set up to handle any catastrophic events, right? So anything that's catastrophic, you have to absolutely make sure that you have insurances for that. So disability insurance, term life insurance, health insurance, of course, car insurance, um, umbrella insurance. So anything catastrophic should be covered by an insurance because it's not possible to cover with an emergency fund. Um, so that's definitely um, uh, tip number two. Uh, the other thing is we I recommend just continue investing. I tell my siblings this, that's what we're doing. 
when, especially if you're young and you have a long horizon into the retirement, you want to make sure that you have a bunch of these dips, right? Like we, we're expecting the market to go down. We're expecting the recessions to happen. You know, the good thing about the market is that it always goes up and it always recovers. And so that's sort of where you get all of the benefits of the market. So even though it kind of like mentally, emotionally feels really bad, you want that because you want your money in when the market is low so that when it goes up, you want your money to get all those dividends and returns and things like that. Um, and so that's why us, we're not planning on changing anything to our portfolio, um, because we're not retiring anytime soon. If you are retiring anytime soon within the next five years or so, this is probably a good time to talk to, um, you know, a fiduciary fee only financial advisor and see if you should allocate more of your portfolio to like a stronger bond, like a higher bond allocation, though a lot of advisors will say you should still have a 70 to 80% stock portfolio, you know, because you still want that aggressive growth when the market goes back up. So that's, um, so that's something that you may want to consider. Um, so this is, if you're going to retire within the next five years, but if you're not, then just, just stick to your plan and just continue investing. If you look at the math and the statistics on people that manage to invest at every down, like every down instead of the up versus someone who just DCA'd, which is um, dollar cost averaging, where you're putting in the same amount every month, Honestly, the difference is not significant. It's very small. So you don't have to worry about timing the market. You just DCA and you will continue getting all of the returns of the market. Now, one interesting thing that you can do, especially if you are young, is you can consider purchasing cash flow in real estate. When the market is down, this is when you can use that cash flow in real estate to kind of, you know, create that buffer where instead of taking that cash flow and reinvesting it in another property or the stock market, you can use it as a buffer to last you that one or two years for the market to go back up. So that's one other option. And if you also want to do real estate syndications, that might be another option. So you don't even touch your stock portfolio, let the market do its thing. You're right there and ready when the market goes back up to earn your gains, but you use your real estate as sort of that buffer. Um, Again, not absolutely necessary, but it might be one of the options. And then um, and then the other two like sort of things like on the other side is make sure that you're using a budget, budget tracking app like Mint or Copilot. That way you can see like if there's a recession coming or a recession is happening, how you can also cut down. So maybe you want to cut down on eating a bit more, subscriptions, things that we're not actually using um, that, you know, you might enjoy it now, but if there's a recession, you may want to cut down on it. And then the last is um, making sure that your resume is up to date, you know, um, stay in touch with your network, that if there is something happening, if there's a job prospect, something that you may be delaying. I know all of us, we've never up Update our resume at least I don't it's like <laughs> have to go back so it might be something that you want to kind of keep on you know on top of that if there is a recession or if you are laid off or if you need a new job you're right there and ready to go after a new job or a new career and things like that I love it I love it love 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 that's a lot of great useful information and it's funny I'm smiling because you know we've talked on and offline many other times and mm-hmm. you know it's interesting now hearing you talk about real estate I'm like yes see it's something yeah. for everybody real estate right and mm-hmm. um i do agree with you and what i what i like like when craziness is happening there's going to be a lot of conversations happening that mm-hmm. is not the time for us to make changes we don't want you to make emotional decisions based on fear and all that stuff right and that is why i'm doing this even early in this course Mm -hmm. that we're gonna Mm -hmm. have because i want every single person to have a plan Mm -hmm. i want every single person to have a plan and 
you know, it's it's interesting. You know, some of us have talked about the fact that the pandemic has been a little bit of a trial run for what a recession could look like. I mean, yes, the stock market was doing well, but job mm-hmm. security was a thing that was, you know, scary for many people. People lost their jobs because people had to reel it in and teach kids from home and stuff like that was happening. So I feel like we've had a minor training ground for it and if you think about how you have done the pandemic like how did you invest in the middle of the pandemic were you investing automatically were you looking at where your money was going those sort of things it's the same foundation the foundation of money is the foundation of money no matter what yes you may have to make sure you're more like tethered um, emotionally to make sure that you are not going based on what people are saying but you're strong you're Staying connected with communities that are going to foster your growth, mindset, joy, don't freak out, remind you that you're not insane, that people, like, I remember when I was growing up, (laughs) there was actually one time people were scared that it was the end of the world, and people were selling everything that they had, right? And it's like, (laughs) people were doing that, right? People were selling everything they had, it's the end of the world, I'm like, wait a minute, if you sell, like, what are you going to take the money to it? (laughs) Like, what are you selling? You think you're going to tie the money to your bum or something right but the key is we want you to be prepped we don't want you to panic so if there is anything that you've heard today that you're like I don't know what that is reach out and ask for help like there is a lot of help and the reason why I'm doing this is for you to be prepared right I tell people Mm -hmm. that like in the money school I have this I call like the foundation of money where what does the terminology mean? What is like dollar cost average and like the mindset, the action, the strategy and creating the community because you should not have to do money alone. And depending on what family or the people you have surrounding you, they may be looking like you were like, do you have two heads? You're not selling everything you have. You're not dumping everything you have, right? So yeah. the key is we want you to be well. And part of that is having a plan now, not in the middle, having a plan now. There are times when you may want to have some fun in the middle, right? You look at your spending, you're like, okay, maybe I need to just remove all the subscription and you can buy more stuff, but you had no plans of buying. Those are fun, but you can keep the main thing as the main thing. Don't panic, plan. Does that sound about what you're talking about? Yeah, and that's what um, I love the series that you're doing now, um, you know, because this is a great time to create that financial plan, you know, Um, because, you know, in almost anything in life, um, I don't know about you, but even like, let's say if I'm choosing a school for my kids, or even if I'm choosing a restaurant, when I'm in that mental state, and I create it, and I figure out like, okay, this is the school I'm going to send my kids, I've evaluated everything, I'm in that mental state, I'm in the zone, I've looked at everything. Now, Two weeks later, I don't even know why I chose this school. And, you know, I might see another school and I'd be like, wait a minute, that looks really good. You know, like, why did I consider that? And I, sometimes I still do that. And then I remember, my, like I said, no, I know you evaluated everything, Dewan. I know you went through all of it. So when we're in the zone, when we're in that state where we have clarity and we're making plans for the future, that is the best time and best way to make the plan. And if you haven't done a financial plan, this is a really good time um, before all the chaos starts. But it is so true. You're going to see so much noise. And one of the biggest success about stock market, index fund investing and so on is you have to be able to ignore the noise. It literally is like at least 30 to 50 percent of the success because you you have to be able to ignore the noise because if you look at the stock market statistically, you can just literally go on Wikipedia and you can see there have been huge ups and downs and dips and stuff, but the market always recovers and always goes up. And if you listen to all the noise and you sell and everything, this is where you lose out and you're going to lose a lot of the, gain, uh, the gains that you're supposed to get. So I totally agree with you. I think this is a great time to create that financial plan. 
it's like they, I love analogies. So it's like if you're in a committed relationship to this amazing, awesome dude, and your mm-hmm. friends are telling you about like the hot dudes yeah. down the street, you're like, I already <laughs> yeah, got something great. Sure, mm-hmm. for someone else, maybe, but I'm good, yeah. right? It's like, oh my mm-hmm. goodness, like seriously, they're so hot. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure they are. I'm glad they are, <laughs> and we good, and we good. But real right. quickly. Um, mm-hmm. Since you brought it up a couple of times, and I know that we have a very diverse audience at different stages in their journey. Can you spend two minutes talking about index funds real quickly? Literally two yeah, minutes. Yeah, sure. <laughs> no so pressure. index funds are basically, you follow the index, and it's basically a basket of funds with all of the top 500 companies. So things like S&P 500. And basically, it's low cost, um, low load uh, index funds where you're following the market index and you just buy a fund like VTSAX, something like that on Vanguard, and you invest in, you hold for the long term. And it's it's the cheapest, best way and um, the sort of the, in my opinion, the, the best kept secret in the world, the best way to build health, a wealth without doing any additional work. Everything else requires additional work with index funds. It's just literally five clicks of a button. You set it and you forget it basically. And you sleep, you take a shower, you see your kids and you just see your portfolio grow and grow over time. Um, yeah. So that's what basically it's, it's sort of the best way to get um, invested with the, um, with the stock market. Absolutely. And that's, I'm a huge fan of that too. And I, I cannot tell how many people that I've talked with and coached about the fact that people think that investment should be, is going to be complicated. Right. And I'm but like, it doesn't have to be. It could be. You could yeah. do it. You could go pick your individual stocks yourself. When I talk about the downturn plan, people are like, so what's the best stock to buy? I'm like, I'm still buying index funds that is automated and I'm not even bothering myself about it because I'd rather do the other things. I'd rather have fun with my kids. I'd rather go to the beach. I'd rather spend time talking about real estate. I'd rather teach women physicians out. Like those juice me up without me having to think about what a single company is doing based on the attitude or whatever their CEO posts on Twitter or Instagram or whatever the heck, right? So index funds, it can literally be as simple as that. It's diversified. It's multiple companies, hundreds of companies together. And you can do that for the country. You can do that for the world. You can do that Mm -hmm. with things that are more socially in line with what your goals are. And so it doesn't have to be complicated. Like literally investing in the stock market could be simpler than one patient encounter that you have. Yeah, absolutely. Can be. And you know, as they say, like, look in the mirror. And look back, and if it's, if you don't see Warren Buffett in front of you, stick to index funds because most financial advisors are not able to outperform the index funds, outperform the market, or time the market, even though they will claim that they can, and many try every day. But if you want to create at least eighty to ninety percent of the wealth, just stick to the you know low cost index funds, and it'll get you to all the financial goals that you want to reach. Fantastic. And again, we can keep the main thing, the main thing and add on things to it. Like I do index fund and then I do real estate on top of it. I do index fund. We do a little fun with crypto. It's not a big part of our portfolio at all, but we do like a dollar cost average equivalent with crypto. Nothing fancy, nothing. I'm choosing not to really learn much about it. So my husband does that and it's small. It's simple. It's almost automated. Right. And then we do real estate, whether that's active or passive Mm -hmm. or rates Mm -hmm. like there is, but figure out what that platform what that basic compounding making money in your sleep is going to look like and then now you can add more stuff to it in seasons where you're able to do that 
Yeah, the w- the real estate basically where it comes in is that with the index fund, so you can of course invest and you you don't have to reach a financial independence number, right? I think you were posting about that lot of most people. I've been screaming to- about that. Yeah. <laughs> so most people basically what they do is they do the number, you know, um, your annual expenses times twenty five. You have that full amount invest in the index funds and basically you're financially independent. However, you don't need that absolute you know, in financial independent number, you can have half of it and go part-time. You know, you can do 75% of it and go three-fourths of the time. The other thing is with the index funds, it is true. It is, it does take a long time. It is not something, it's not a get rich quick scheme or whatever. This is where real estate can come in. With real estate, it's also dependent, more dependent on you because it's, especially when you do direct real estate investing, you have to purchase a property, you have to make connections, you have to work with people and you can basically expedite your financial goals by adding in real estate. So if you don't want to, let's say you have a very high paying job, um, you know, like this is not an actual number, but I think something like say 400,000 or 500,000 a year, you don't necessarily have to do real estate. You have a very high income. You can invest 50% or 40% of it into the index funds and you're good. But let's say you're on the lower end of the earnings, trying to reach that 1.5 million you know, um, net worth can take a very long time. But if you add some cash flowing real estate, and now this real estate is generating 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 for you per month, that totally moves up your, you know, financial independence number much quicker. You can go part-time quicker and so on. And so that's where it can add this really amazing part to your portfolio and really help you expedite and reach all of your financial goals that you want. Fantastic. Fantastic. This has been so fun. One, I get to hang out with you and we get to hang out with people. (laughs) No, thank you so much for taking the time to share with our audience, guys. Again, creating a plan now, Mm -hmm. finding that community where you're going to be grounded. That's going to be important because we need to fool your brain. We need to make sure you're okay. We need to make sure you're well and joyful during all of this. And remember that it's okay to modify your plan, but just start with something. Let it be automated so that it's not as variable with the emotions of everyday living that we go through as humans and then you get to have all the fun in the world and stay well mm-hmm. this has been so fun thank you so much for coming to hang out with my people sure it's so much fun for me as well <laughs> fantastic and for those that are listening i'm going to be including a link in here but for those that are listening i want to find you what is the best way they can find you Sure. So I'm very active on Instagram um, at doctor underscore finances. Um, I have my course at drfinances.thinkific.com. And um, you can find me on LinkedIn as well. Um, you can. Oh, and I have my blog as well. <laughs> like, oh, I have one more yeah, there's there's so many platforms we have to be part of, right? But mainly on Instagram, I'm most um, proactive there. And, you know, take a look. I, I spend a lot of time doing my visual graphs and stuff to make it very easy to understand. I add a lot of medicine into it, too. So it's a little bit fun. I remember I did this cardiology post with the heart and how that kind of relates to the stock market. And I had a cardiologist tell me, like, I'm a board certified cardiologist and I approve. <laughs> <laughs> That was like so validating and fun, like um, having someone who's, you know, specialized in that field. I guess I have to find a GI one. <laughs> well, you know what? I have a lot of GI jokes. So my yeah, people yeah. in my program are like, let's eat that. You talk about poop. I'm like, yeah, it makes sense, right? They're like, yeah, it does actually. Yeah. So yeah, the bottom yeah, line yeah. is money doesn't have to be complicated. Money can be worked into our everyday language. Right. And the goal is for us to be well. And that's why we're all out on the streets, educating, educating, educating. Mm-hmm. So guys, thank you so much for listening. If you haven't left us a review yet, 
what the hell are you doing with your life? Like literally go to your podcast platform, scroll down. You don't even have to pause, scroll down and you can give us like five star review that I love to see. If you're watching video, go to any podcast platform you listen to. Number one, subscribe and, you know, follow us so that you don't miss any of those, all those amazing interviews that I'm doing. And also make sure you leave us a review because that is how other women physicians find us. And again, share, share, share. We want every human to have this information and we don't want you to eat alone. We want you to enjoy the richness of eating with all of us being well. We're sharing this information so that you can tag the next woman physician and tag the next woman physician. That is how we help each other be well. So thanks guys for listening and always a pleasure being in your ears. Have a good rest of the day, guys.